you know, a couple weekends ago, I told you I went to a wedding in Virginia. And look, I don't want to take a huge diversion into a personal story. I don't I don't want to do that. But what I do want to tell you is this. I had this epiphany there and I've been thinking about it. I, I, don't, I don't know when or how it's going to come up in the show. It's just one of these things that I, I store in my mental bank and I say, okay, well, the next time I talk about truth, let's be sure to mention this thing that I thought about. There are two ki- two types of love, two kinds of love for the truth. Some people love the truth because they love to be right. They love to go out there and tell everyone how smart they are. They love to be recognized. They love the adulation of being right. Some people love the truth to the extent that it proves them right. Some people are simply seeking to justify their way of life, their life decisions, their whatever, their recent decisions, by the truth. In short, some people love the truth because they love themselves. They advocate the truth, they push the truth, they speak the truth, and what they say may even be true. Sometimes it is. Oftentimes, it is. But these are speakers of truth, advocators of truth, merely to the extent that the truth endorses, supports, accepts, Their way of life. Their life decisions. Then there are those, in contrast, who genuinely love the truth because the truth is lovable. The truth is beautiful. It is true. It is good. It is worthy of admiration. It is admirable. Admirable. Some people admire the truth for its own sake. Some people look at the truth and they say, wow, it's beautiful. It's complex. It's also simple. It's both and. It is discreet. It is infinite. It is inside of my mind. It is transcendent, totally outside of myself, outside of time. It is both and. Some people look at the truth with admiration, with an eye of love. They look at it and they say, wow, I have to change everything about myself. I have to change my life. I have to change my way of being, my opinions. I have to conform my reality To this truth. I think that truth when it's heard. With an open mind. It pierces the heart. It does. It just shoots right into the heart like an arrow. Passes right past the gatekeeper guy. Who's like. Trying to decide if you're being sold to or not. And if he he thinks you're being sold to. He just shuts you down. 
That guy has no chance against the truth. The truth is like an arrow that fires into your heart. It pierces it. It hurts. It really hurts. And those people who are pierced by truth, who love it, who look at it and admire it, who want to conform to it, that's a different mentality. Nobody actually wants to be wrong, okay? Nobody goes out of their way. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be wrong today. I want to be so wrong. Look, some psychopaths do, I'm sure. But most people, they wake up and they say, I want to be right. I like being right. Most people like to be right. Nobody likes to be wrong. But there are two types of people with respect to the truth. There are those people who are like, I don't like to be wrong because I want people to know that I'm right. I want people to know that I've made the right decisions. That I'm the Tratus person in Tratistan. And then there are those who look at the truth with simplicity, with docility, and with admiration. And who say, you know what? My whole life needs to comport to this truth. This truth changes everything. This truth is so hard. It's so beautiful. It's so lovely. It's so complex. It's so simple. It is so aspirational. It is so achievable. It is all, it is all these things at the same time. And that person who looks at the truth and says, I want to conform my life to it. I want to be around it. I want to love it. I want to admire it. That is the person who has the right intentions. Intentions. Any action which is a moral action, is judged by the action itself, the circumstances, and the intentions. And if any of those three things is lacking, then you cannot say that the thing is integrally good. For example, it's good to feed your body. Your body needs nutrients. It needs whole, real foods. It doesn't need refined wheat, sugar, seed oils, poisons. Your body needs animal fats, plants, nutrients from the sun, protein. It needs those things, okay? That in and of itself is a good thing. Feeding your body is a good thing. Feeding your body during mass... Okay, well, what is the action? The action is feeding your body. That's a good thing. You need to fuel your body. You need to respect the temple, which is your body. You're given one body. That's why you don't tattoo it. That's why you don't mutilate it. That's why you don't disrespect it. That's why you take care of it. You're given one body. It's a gift. Life is a gift. Life is the fusion of the soul and the body. You're alive because your soul and your body are one. Death is defined as a separation from soul and body. So life, part, half of life is defined by your body. Take care of your body. Take care of it. Nourish it. Give it the nutrients it needs. Give it the whole actual food, real food that it needs. But to do, so that part is good. But to do so, the circumstances, to do so during mass, you're going to feast on a steak during mass? You brought the steak into church? 
The action, there's no problem with the action. Feeding your body is fine. The manner in which you're doing it, the circumstances, renders it morally wrong. It's morally wrong. It's not intricately good. For something to be intricately good, you have to have the good of the action and the circumstance and the intention. So in this case, the circumstance is wrong. And so the thing's not good. Another example. Preaching the truth. Preaching the truth is a good thing. Admonish the sinner. Correct him. That's a that's a spiritual work of mercy. Correct those who are in error. Do it. Do it all day long. That, as an action, is good. Circumstance, you met them online, you're engaging with them online, that's fine, they've asked a question, you've answered it. Circumstance seems okay. They're open-minded, they're open to the truth, you're giving them the truth, that's all good. Intention. Well, my intention is to prove to the world and all the online community, and all of Tradistan, and everybody else who's listening to my voice, how trad I am, how right I am, how I've made the right decisions my whole life, how everything I've done has been perfect. I would say, probably, and I think the moralists would agree with me, that that intention falls short of the integral good. It does. It falls short. It dips into pride. And so you may look at that and say, well, you're admonishing the sinner, and he's online, and he's open to correction, he's asking you a question, and you're just trying to correct him. But if you're doing it for the wrong reason, the intention, if you have faulty intentions, if you don't love the truth for the sake of the truth, if you don't love the beauty, the magnificence, the complexity, the simplicity of the truth and you're just trying to justify yourself, and you're trying to make it about yourself, and you're appealing to your own pride, and you're trying to prove to everybody how trad you are, then guess what? Not a good thing. It's called a sin. Anything that's not intricately good is at best a defect, and very possibly a sin. And so I go back to there are two kinds of people in the world with respect to the truth. There are those who are like the king dude. The king dude has made extraordinary sacrifices for the truth. I don't even know the half of them. I may never know the half of them. But what I do know is that the king dude has risked it all fame, money, success, etc., to be with you to preach the truth to you, to tell you what he really thinks. Do he and I agree on everything? We don't. But we agree on the essentials and we agree on this, that you know what? He has every right to speak the truth as he understands it. And he gives me that right too. That's what makes the Crusade Channel special. That's why I love doing this show. Some people will tickle your ears 
and give you a 95% truth, they might withhold something from you. They might decide not to say the unpopular thing or the obvious thing or recognize the elephant in the room so that they don't lose patrons, donors, subscribers, sycophants. Not here. Not on this show. Not on this channel. The King Dude has exchanged a huge radio satellite audience for a group of people that give a damn about the truth. And that's you. That's what makes you special. That's what makes him special. That's what makes you special. All of us here in Crusaderville, we love the truth. And we don't love it because it makes us feel haughty, superior to anybody, justifies us. None of us are without guile. None of us are without fault. None of us have been, have lived a blameless life. None of us have made perfect decisions. None of us have always and everywhere followed, loved, adored, cherished the truth. None of us have done that. Not even me.